0: Hey guys, welcome back to the corner, I'm your host Arifa, And this is another episode, it's another day I'd say we're running on fumes, but if we're running on fumes Then that, that smoke must be heavy, because me, I'm on cloud Let me know if I speak about that um, But yeah, okay, today's episode, we are going to be doing the usual We're going to be talking about um, Tomodachi game to give you guys to refresh you this story about betrayal the friends are going against each other in that game of money, you know, they're in that rat race against each other. Um so that's what we're talking about today. Um but as well as that we will be doing the Jaju Narokan cover as we do always, chapters fifteen and sixteen on this episode. But, you know, I've also want to talk to you guys about, like, how I kind of have some plans to switch up a little bit because I'm low getting bored of the way this is this is going. I feel like I can't always just keep giving you recap, review, and then, you know, manga chapters. I look want you guys to tell me what you want to hear from me as well. So, like, cause obviously, I know the anime I'm watching and the mangas I'm reading, but, like, if there's anything you guys specifically want me to cover or talk about or you want my opinion or my, rea- my reaction to something, you know, send it to me. Hit me up in the submissions, hit me up on the Twitter page and just put it there. I will literally, I'll do my best to get to it because I'm, even me too, as I'm looking at the, like the episodes I have to cover, because me, I've watched them in my own time already, but it's like, I rewatch them when I want to talk about them. But then like, even with the mangas as well, like I've already read, I'm up to date, but then I always find myself rereading chapters. I pick up on new things when I want, whenever I want to cover it on the podcast. But then I was thinking to myself, instead of doing it like that, like every episode coming back here, because that can get a bit mundane, like it can get very, very mundane. Imagine every episode, especially when the start of one episode is literally the five minutes of the old episode. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why am I doing this? So because of that, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, a way I could switch it up is possibly by... Letting like the entire Like reviewing the whole Like the anime season as a whole Instead of me doing like um Episodes by episodes by Because I feel like Me doing episodes by episodes Because I'm just starting off now That gives me con- Like it gives me content I can fill in the space I can fill in the blanks Fill in the gaps you know But over time That is going to get Very very tedious so I'd say, you know, I don't have to worry about it for now, but me, I'm an overthinker, so I'll worry about it anyway. You telling me not to worry will make me worry. And I just want this to be as enjoyable for you guys as this is as as it is for me, because I could read this stuff for like I could read this stuff for days. Okay, but now enough enough about that. Um Let's just let's just get right let's get right into it. Let's get right right into this into this episode. Um so To give you guys a brief recap of what's going on in Tomodachi game, um, the five friends have passed, just barely passed the first game, which was the unanimous decision game. And now they are playing the, um, like, I I would say it's like a confession, a confession type game. So to briefly explain to you how the rules of the game work, pardon me, Ajata, but... But to explain to you guys how the rules of the game work, because I'm sorry, I even had to listen back to this twice because it's, it's, it's stupid, it's complicated. So the way this next game that in works is they're on like a snakes and ladders type board, okay? So it's like a huge life-size, life-size type board, yeah. And each person, they all start at the same position. And... The aim of the game is to not be the first person to make it to the end because the first person to make it to the end is the person that inherits or just collects the group debt of 20 million. Nobody want that, you know? Nobody want that. So then you're going to ask yourself, how exactly do you move forward on this? How do you actually move forward on this board? The way you move forward is not by your control. So basically everybody's has to go into like a truth booth type thing ...and they have to write down a confession... ...the confession can either be about themselves... ...or it can be about somebody else in the group... ...and it can either be true or it can be a lie... ...but we'll get into that a bit later on... ...so essentially once you've put in your confession... ...all the f- confessions get read out loud... ...whoever... ...is found guilty for their confession... ...so since Siena is not... ...like we can't... Con- ...like they can't control who is going to be... ...who the confession is going to be written about right... ...so depending on who the confession is written about... Or whoever many people the confession is written about, because it could all be about one person or about different, like a different amount of them. Shites, all five of them. That person either has to have proof to disprove that confession if it's a lie, and if they can't, they have to move forward the same amount of steps of that um, that confession or that you know, that, that confessional submission has gotten from the rest of the group. So, for example, this is just from my understanding, by the way. So, any one of you correct me if I've explained this poorly, I've explained it wrong. But from my understanding, so, for example, um, you know, five people, is, we're in there now. And I go in, I write a confession about so, so, and so. When they read out the confessions now, they'll read out the confession about the person I wrote about. If that person can't prove what I said is a lie. They will have to move forward on that board for the amount of steps of confessions they got. So if only one person wrote something about them, I think it's they move forward by one step. If two people wrote something about them, they'd move forward by two steps and so on, so on, so. So essentially, if everybody decides to gang up on one person, that person's finished. But at the same time, if I decide to chat absolute BS and you can't disprove what I've spoken about, You're also finished So It's really It's really really sticky So It's like you have to make The lies believable If you're going to lie That is Or you know And I'm sure there are Some loopholes That they could discover Because Yuichi's meant to be Like the Mastermind for their group In it So I'm sure he's gonna Find loopholes in this In the game For a way for them To get through it But um Currently so far What's happened in episode 3 Is Kokorugi One of the five group five like the one of the members of the group so someone's made a confession about her and the confession that we've like we found out about her is that at some point during her life she used to do compensated dating and essentially what compensated dating is like you have like a sugar dad and they give you money you do whatever you do and you go about your day but then we learned that she didn't actually go through with it. As in, she did it because she was broke. She had the money and she was giving the money she was making to the bullies that were bullying her. And she said that the compensated dating started off light work. It started just going on dates, cinema, you know, just like, like, like things. But then the minute he asked for like intimacy, she was out, she was out of there. As in skedaddle, she was, you know, snap, crackle, pop, she was gone. Gone with the wind, And but like there's obviously there's no way for her to prove this per se, because you have to prove anything you can say. So now she can't prove it. It's like, ah, where do we go from here? Like, where does she actually go from here? And she's kind of like fearing and panicking that um, you eat she's going to leave her and so that kind of also feeds into the name of the episode because the episode is called um, There's No Way I'd Believe That so coming off of this as the rest of them go you know they're all like looking at her differently because of what she's what's just been confessed about her and it actually got me thinking when you have a group of friends and they all see like let's, let's be real everybody tries to get themselves presented in a certain way right but it's like when you have a group of friends and their perception of you changes what options are you actually left with because if you can't not saying you should try and control how people see you, but at that point in time, you've lost control of the situation in that sense. So it's like, it's either you have to leave that group of, you have to leave the group of friends or you have to try your best to convince them that that perception they have of you is completely incorrect. Or you could just be honest, with people that just keeps going about your days because how they see you doesn't affect you. But let me, let me get back on, get back on topic, get back on topic. Okay, so as they're like looking at Kokorogi all differently because of this, one of the friends makes an insensitive comment and we can guess who it was. It was the blonde one, Shibe. I think that's his name, if my memory serves me correct. Um, and he gets put like somebody just came in and rocked his jaw because of what he said. And i would be real, you need to sometimes just be aware of what you're saying in certain situations, innit? So I, I would say he deserved that, but he should have thought about it. So now currently, we can see who it is. Um... Like in the front line of the of the game, like who's closest to making it to that what you call it to the goal, and um, so far, the person who's like the closest is called um, is um, the main character, not the main character, like the girl main character, the dark-haired police officer's goody two shoes um, police officer's daughter. Her memory has slipped my mind. Her memory has slipped my mind. Her name has slipped my memory. Ah, Um oh, When her name comes back to me I will give it to you guys Literally just as quick as it comes to me I will give it to you guys um, So they explain that Whoever, like even the friends too Aside from like getting into debt If you like make it to the end of the goal first If you are the group of people that stay behind So the four people that don't make it to the goal first You get a bonus So it's not like working the debt off Is all there is to this game You can win money So it's like, there's an encouragement for them to bitch, like to actually snake your friends to make, imagine. Not like people aren't doing that kind of trash anyway, but you know what I mean? Like there's an emphasis on snaking your friends to make money. And they really give us like the back, they give us the detail of Kokorogi's like bullying. It was bad, you know? She basically didn't, she kept going to school, even though she was being bullied because she didn't want to make trouble for her mum. Um, so she literally would keep going to school and they would be bullying her. What they would keep doing they were bullying her is she'd be in the toilet, they'll come to the toilet and they'll pour water over her head while she's in the toilet. Like, let me be real, you know, t- toilets for some people are meant to be places of sanctuary. You go to the toilet when you want to run away from stuff. Obviously, you've been in the UK, you know that you don't, in school anyway, toilet is not where you go to, toilet is not where you'll be saved. There's no save, there's no peace in the toilet for you. In fact, if anything, the toilet is more dangerous. But Shorty's gone to the toilet now. She's chilling and she finds out that even when she's there, she's not safe. She can't go to the teachers. Teachers don't really care too tough. And that's how, over time, she kind of discovered that, you know, as she was getting, like, looking better and looking better, people were willing to spend money on her because she is a girl at the end of the day. And men are dogs. Men are literal fiends, animals. Um, and... Literally They even like Display how She was making money Like She was making bank Not a lot of bank But for a girl in high school I'm sure that's some sort of money And even, can even I'm even sure Even if the kind of thing She was doing is illegal Because she's I'm just deep enough She's in high school Ooh, She's in high school Yes So somebody needs to go to jail Somebody needs to go to jail But um, Aside from this a Loki if we're gonna get into the get into like a, what I think about this specific episode okay so what would annoy me is the fact that uh, the amount of like crying that went on in this episode I really I didn't like it I didn't like it like how many, how many times you need to shed tears Kokurogi was screaming throughout the whole episode like don't don't get it don't get it twisted okay like everybody understands the concept of the game right? Like, everybody understands the concept of the game, so they get that people are going to be chatting trash about each other. But the way Kokorugi was... I in she was dying to defend herself, but what was bugging me was she wasn't trying to defend herself to everybody. It was just to Yuichi, the main character. So it's like, are you guys not a group of friends? So what's going on? You know, like I get sometimes in friendships It's like, it's a whole group friendship But then certain bonds are stronger than others Like that's life But it was like the rest of the other characters didn't exist when she was trying to convince Yuichi that she never actually went through with the compensated, da- compensated dating fully. It was like, what do you guys have going on secretly? Or is Yuichi like the only person you care about in this friendship group? Like the other three of them didn't even matter to you. Because in my head, that's suspicious. That would make me suspect her. And I'll be real, I think I said it before in episode two and episode um, the episode one um, review and episode two review that I think it's Kokorogi because. She's just too weird. Like, I'm so sorry. You, mm, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't trust you at all. Like, mm, 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 I do not trust you. It's like she was literally begging him to believe her that like she was still a virgin. But it's like, he's not your boyfriend. Jamie. You he's not your boyfriend. So why do you need to convince him? Like, of all the people there, unless it's that like you even like him as well. And if that's the case, that she likes him, then I feel like it's really, really sad that, you know, people have to do that. And I, f- I, feel, I feel, I feel, it's it's a, I be real, it's a reflection of what goes on today. Like, there's such a pressure on people. Like your body count has to be low or da-da-da-da-da. So it's like, I, I get why she'd, she'd, you know, be trying to convince him that, no, that's not the case. And honestly, it just makes me a bit sad. It makes me feel sorry for her And that's one thing I really dislike I, I really dislike it When people feel sorry for Like I wouldn't want Anybody to feel so, Like pity That wouldn't So you know And then she also What she does after that Is she then decides to blame um, She de- decides to blame The female I remember her name I remember her name Sawaragi That's her name That's her name That's the name of the goody too She's the police officer's daughter She decides to blame For so like for The fact that um, the compensating date in secret got exposed. exposed. Um, Kokorogi decides to blame Sawaragi. I love the fact that her name's rhyme. That makes it so easier. So much easier for me to, I would say remember, but I still forgot her damn name. But essentially she blames... Saragi because she says that is the only one that knew about what was going on. But the only reason Saragi knows is because she punched her up. As in Saragi punched up the bullies that were like bullying her and as she even punched up one of the bullies said something that kind of stuck with me. She said, "How can you trust that girl? She literally do anything for cash." Red flag? Red flag anybody? Ding 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 ding. If I had, like, sound effects now, I would do ding ding like, I would ring the bell. Because it's that, how is a, how are the bullies gonna warn you to, as a goodie to, and you're not gonna heed the warning? Hmm. Sounds like somebody has, you know, been missing some brain cells, some direly needed brain cells. But, yeah, I real for me, that kind of, that, that's, that confirmed all my doubt that it's Kokorugi. I feel like she's definitely playing a part. If, if you're going to... Who am I going to put my money on? The 20 million, if I win it, I'd put it on her because she's the snake. She's the snake in the Garden of Eden. That's how... That's what I feel personally. Um. So to kind of cover what else happens in episode three, we also get to see, like, the moderators of the game they're playing, so, like, Tomodachi game, and they kind of give us further insights to the characters they break down their thought processes and like what's going on and so they're basically kind of like us so like as me watching it that's what they're doing and we've got two moderators so far we can see two moderators there's one with pink hair she's kind of playful and then there's like this serious one all her guesses so far have been on point so I think she's kind of there to be like an a narrator type character um, so we learned that um, Sawaragi or Chiho chan is suspicious to them so as in she's suspicious to the moderators so I feel like because of that she's either playing a larger part than we know or you know she is, she she knows something we don't. Um, the other people that the moderators are um, like suspicious of is Yuichi but not for the same reason, like they don't think he's a culprit, they just think he's like a wolf in sheep's clothing because he's like, so far, for the whole game they've been playing, he's been manipulating all his friends into getting this, like... But he's not been manipulating in a bad way. He's been manipulating them to ensure that the ending of the game is, like, okay for everybody, if that makes sense. But then we also get a confession that um, it was... Um, we also get a confession from the moderators that they themselves also... Don't actually genuinely know who stole the money Or who's, who's basically caused all of this That it's up to the group to find out while playing the game um, So in episode 3 we also do find out who actually is the culprit Or who stole the money And put all of them in the situation But let's be clear now, okay Because I want to get something clear to you guys Because I've read the cha- manga chapters And I'm also up to date on the anime episodes Now, the person who stole the money isn't necessarily the person that is the main traitor out of their friend like their group of friends. Because if we're to understand like the things that get unveiled to us as um Tom and actually game like goes on, we learn that it it's not just about the twenty million debt. Like all of their trauma, all of their issues, everything is intertwined and interwoven and it comes from way 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 back in the past like it's got to do with their dads and when I say and like their families their backgrounds so it's like that's that's one thing I tell I like about I love 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 about Tomodachi games so far the fact that for literally from one mystery There's another. There's literally another mystery For some people they might think like Okay it's tiring, like I'm tired When we find out who really did what But like it's like You find out who really did what But then you find out that the what they did Isn't the full That's not the full story of the what they did Do you know what I mean? So it's like a story that just keeps on giving How can you not be into that? So we find out in this episode three that the person that stole the money was the, like, strategist. It was their level-headed nerd friend, the the smart guy, Tenji, the one that wears glasses. It was him. He's the one that stole the money, and he stole the money according to, like, his villain dialogue. I do not believe he's a real villain because he doesn't look like he has a heart for it. But um, in his little villain dialogue, he said that the whole... Basically, the reason he's doing this is because he's trying to push Sawaragi to be on her own so that he can then come back and, like, claim her and be, like, her knight in shining armour. And I'm guessing this all stems from the fact that when they were, like, fake dating because of their dads, you know, he genuinely liked her, but she just saw it as a thing she was doing for the sake of her parents or her dad. So it's like, for him, it's like, you didn't really see me as an option, but you know now I'm gonna make you notice me it's just got to do with it's just it's giving off incel behavior I'm not gonna lie so um because of his like little plan he basically ends up exposing he basically paints Sawaragi as the like of absolute villain so he makes the fact that I'm guessing it was even him too that unveiled the information about Kokorogi but then him knowing that Sauragi was the only one that knew it he kind of knew that Kokoro would blame her because we also find that he also expo- he's also the one that exposed the fact that him and Sauragi dated which made um what's he called, which made um the rich blonde boy angry but then he's also the one that secretly exposed the fact that Sauragi had plastic surgery even though the plastic surgery was for um it wasn't like, um, what do you call it it wasn't, what's the word, it wasn't There's cosmetic plastic surgery And then there's like Plastic surgery that you have to get For the sake of I guess just living I don't know how to explain it Like um So there's plastic surgery you get For like enhancing your beauty Like you know what I mean Like you want to make yourself look Like prettier Or you just want to You're trying to gain the desired effect And then there's plastic surgery That you're like required to get Because if you don't Do you know what I mean Like Your quality of life Won't be very good without it so it's like um like a skin graft or a, a nose job or rhinoplasty because you you can't breathe through your nose properly you know what I mean that's the type of surgery Sarah ended up getting her surgery was to cover up like scars and stuff it wasn't for the sake of I don't like my you know what I mean it wasn't for the sake of um, aesthetic like you know to improve her aesthetic that kind of thing so the fact that she was exposed for that and it was presented in that way, it was like whoever's doing this is bad mind you know they're not doing it because they just have to play the game they're doing it because they want to ruin her and then that's what you, that's what you have to ask ask yourself like why are you trying so hard to ruin Saragi you know as him as a guy, Tenji as a man, what has she done that has him butt her? That's what I want to know because it can't be the fact that I, I'll be, I was thinking the fact that they dated and the dating was fake. Or the fact that he likes her and she doesn't like him. But how can a girl not liking you drive you to the point that you will ruin the whole friendship group? He said, if I can't have her, nobody can. He said, if I can't have her, no one will. As in everybody here will suffer, we'll all starve. We'll, we'll all go, you know, we'll all go babeless, we'll all go friendless. He said, if I can't have true love, you man will have friendship. That's what he said. Um, but literally that's where that episode decides to like Lock it off for us We basically just find out that Tenji's the The first traitor, the first culprit The reason I say first culprit or first traitor Is because this is episode 3 So he can't be the only one You know what I mean? They could, they There's no way they'll make it this easy for us If this was the case, this would be the last episode But it's not, there's more So you know what I mean? There's got to be more Um So Moving on from um Moving on from Tomodachi game um, I just want to talk to you guys about some Some other things that I've Got planned for you guys you know before we go into Um Jijuka and Arrokenen Or yeah Jijuka and Arrokenen. And Um some things I want to talk to you guys about are, Okay cool so Let me know are you guys bored of Just hearing me talk about I know we're only like What eight episodes into the podcast But if you guys ever get bored of just hearing me talk about the manga, or hearing me talk about the anime, let me know. Because I've been contemplating getting a webcam, so you guys can see me talk, not just hear me talk. You know, I did that. can use two of your five senses, not just one. But then... Pardon me Aside from like The webcam recording me I was also thinking of Like um Being able to show you guys The manga panels I'm reading So for the anime You might not be able to see that I'll still just have to like Verbally give that Give that one to you And like review it And recap But as in For the manga panels I've been thinking If there's a way I can screen record my screen And with the webcam You guys would be able to see me See the manga I'm reading and essentially just follow along with me as I'm going. I feel like that would be very more interactive, very much more entertaining. And um, that's that's something I'm trying to figure out how to do in it, but funds are tight right now. So when the funds, the funds arise, you know, when they arise, I'll invest in that webcam and you guys should be able to, you know, enjoy how I'm enjoying enjoy how I'm chopping life. Um, you guys are curious to know what I'm currently reading and I thought I would just, you know, fill you, fill you in. I'm going to give you guys a literally a quick, 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 quick breakdown of all the current webtoons and manga I'm reading right now. I'm just going to give you like a brief synopsis of what they're about. If you want to check them out, you can check them out too. And if there's any you'd like me to talk about on the show, like if you hear me say one and you're like, okay, nah, I'm not going to read it. But I want everybody to talk about it because I'm not going to read it. Then, you know, like say it, comment like shout at me let me know um, but so the first one I'm reading is the great mage returns after 4000 years so this is like a re what would you call it what would you call it when somebody dies and comes back alive again or like they re- okay this is a reincarnation type one so it's about a mage that he's fighting in a great war and he ends up like failing his, his mission He ends up dying But as he dies He gets reborn again In the body of Another mage That has or not, I wouldn't call this guy a mage But like another person That has no magical ability Whatsoever And the time Space between When he initially died And when he was reborn In this next body Is 4000 years Hence the name The Great Mage Returned After 4000 years um, I'd say read that If you're into Isekai Into magic Or you know The type of the ones Where characters like They just are very Very strong but then you get to watch them like gain all these attributes and gain the power as they go along. It's not like they're just OP from the jump. Um, another one I'm reading is called "The Beginning After the End." This one, this one is very, very good. I genuinely like this one for the more so for the story, not the um, like the action. So again, this is another reincarnation one, but it's a reincarnation, reincarnation along with an isekai because the main character. He's the king of his own, like, kingdom. And then he ends up dying of old age. And when he dies, he's reborn. But this time, he's not royalty. He's, like, a normal person. But he's still stupid strong. So he basically has to show everybody else, essentially, why he's strong. He has to, like, traverse this new world of being strong, but hiding his strength. Um, He makes, like, he makes tons of different allies. And he finds out that this new world he's in, they're basically, they're getting overrun with, like, demonic mages. And while this is going on He kind of has to train everyone else around him In a way that allows them to keep up But then also not unveil the fact that he's OP So it's, it's one of those um, Then I'm also reading um, Omniscient Reader This, okay I really like this one because of the concept Not because of like the plot is fantastic But it's more so the concept So imagine, okay you see how usually with um with animes or isekais, what happens is, or even the even the video games, even the video game ones, okay. This is what usually happens. If you guys don't know the tropes of webtoons, I'm gonna fill you in now. So this is a ho- when I say this is a whole genre. Th- there's a genre of anime that goes like this: um, a character or a person will exist in the real world, and in that real world, they'll pick up like an item. It could be a book. It could be a TV show. It could be anything. But essentially, that thing that they've picked up is something that only they have picked up. Nobody else has picked it up. Okay, so it's like you being born and you being obsessed with um, what could you possibly be obsessed with? You're like obsessed with um, like Super Mario, for example. But then nobody else is obsessed with Super Mario. So then because of your obsession with Super Mario, you end up playing all the games. You end up just doing everything related to Super Mario up until the point you die or anything happens. But then along the way this is going on, all of a sudden there's like a change in the world and now you live in a world where everything is based on Super Mario and now because all you ever did was you're like uh, well versed in that world, essentially that's what happened that's what happened in Omniscient Reader and as you can guess from the name Omniscient Reader, or knowing Reader, it's about a book, so this guy picks up a novel and he reads it to the end But then we find out he's the only one that read this book because all the other readers along the way just found it boring and dry and they like dropped off. So they just would drop off a chapter. Let's say it's 10 chapters. Some would drop off chapter five, chapter two, but he's the only one that stuck to 10 chapters. So now the world has gone into like a catastrophic disaster, but everything that's going on in the world is exactly what's happened in the book. You know, what are the odds? Plot armor came in clutch. So now he's... Just surviving And doing Doing as he would And he's like Kind of just like Following through The things that happen In the book Like making sure All the plot points Still follow the same The same chronological order But being The The reader of the book He's not a character In this book And Every book has a main character Deep I want you guys to Deep this with me Okay Every book has a main character And as the reader of the book He already knows He's not the main character And this main character Is O.P. O.P. So he has to find a way to integrate himself into this storyline without destroying what actually goes on in the book so he can still know what's going to happen next. Because if he messes up things, then what would happen next could essentially just be random and he would have no clue. So do you get, I see why he's in this sticky predicament. And also he's not stronger than the main character. So he has to find a way to like amass his own strength so he can be equivalent to the main character, but without overshining the main character. Because if he does things aren't going to follow the same order or the same plot. So it's like, there's just a whole mind fart. Okay, so that's another one I'm reading. Um, then, of course, as you know, there's Tomodachi Games, Jujukun and in. Um Okay, cool. Now, let me give you guys this one. Let me give you guys this one. These are the two, 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 two new ones that I legit just started watching. One of them is like a three out of ten. I'll be real. I'm watching it just to take up time. But then another one of them has me it's, just, it's playing with my head low-key because I don't know if I like it and I don't know if I hate it and I have never felt this way about a manga in my life like I've never felt like hate love hate love like ev- about ever when I tell you ever never ever felt like this before um so the first one is called the second return of gluttony and it's about this guy that basically gets sucked into another world of like gaming like um Sort of online But a manga version So I'm not even going to waste my time Talking about that one too tough That's what I meant by Like it's just to take, take up time You know It's just there But then this other one is called um, I'm, I think I'm going to say this wrong But it's called Shosei no Tiger I feel like Some of you may have heard of this one Okay Because When I was reading it It felt very It felt very very familiar Like it felt very familiar Okay but to kind of tell you Like give you guys The the concept What it's about So a group of five friends They go back in time They go through a cave And then they discover That they're in prehistoric times All the friends have skills That relate to um, Ancient history So like stone age type skills They have like Either knowledge Or they're good with their hands That kind of thing Okay And we learned that they essentially end up bumping into a group of black homo sapiens like a tribe of black homo sapiens but they also bump into neanderthals and they find out that contrary to how we would know history to have gone down homo sapiens out um, neanderthals in this current time it's looking like the neanderthals are gonna outcompete the sapiens, and they start asking themselves why why like why is that why is that and do we have to interfere to stop this from happening so that history can take the course that they know it to take course or that they know happened and they find out uh, like i find out while covering the while covering the manga as i've been reading it that um they aren't the only people that have gone back in time and somebody else has gone back in time to kind of influence the Neanderthals um, kind of winning the the war or the winning the conflict. And the reason this is happening... All goes back down to race, imagine So the person that's come back like That's gone back in time before them was a racist He was a Nazi, like, leader That's why he wants the Neanderthals to win So everybody in the future can be, like Blonde hair, blue eyes, which is kind of scary I didn't expect that when I was reading it I I thought it was just going to be a case of um, Like, history, fun exploring Like, I thought it was going to be, like, Dr. Stone That's what I thought it was going to be like So when I found out that there was, like A Nazi leader, and that the Japanese, like, group of friends were there to, like, kind of save the black tribe of homo sapiens. My heart sank a little bit, because I was like, oh, it's one of those ones. But then at the same time, I have never, ever, 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 ever seen, an, like, a manga do things like this. And also, some of the historical knowledge they were dropping in there, it was like, okay, so, fun fact, I never knew before. So... It was kind of, it was mixed, it was mixed emotions. It was a very, very, I'll be right, it was very, very mixed emotions. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm going to stop with what I'm currently watching or reading, sorry. Um, I was going to give you guys, did you kind of in this, this episode of the podcast? And I think I might still give it to you, but I'll probably only give you guys one chapter because we're kind of running over time a little bit. But um, I'd say if... Any of the webtoons, mangas, manhwas I've just mentioned sound interesting to you? Tell me, tell me, and I'll cover it, or I'll give you more information so you can go and read it yourself. But literally, I can't help you if you don't tell me what you want to hear. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll just keep giving you guys what I want to give you if you don't tell me what you want me to give you. Um, but yeah, um, moving on from that, let's go into chapter 15. Of Jujukunarokunin Pardon me So um, to kind of go over what happened last time um, In the chapter We ended up chapter 14 with um, Uzuma You know the girl version of Uruma Giving him a kiss Because he just saved her from that ogre That ogre with the missing teeth She just saved him from him Or he just saved her from him. So because of that, she gave him a kiss. And so moving on from that now, they even call Chapter 15 a kiss. So she gives him a kiss and she even does it with tongue. She nasty. She nasty. She knew what she was doing. So she kissed him with tongue. And I'm guessing because Uruma has never been kissed by a girl before because all he's been doing is focused on revenge. Literally, the only he got kissed, all the colour left his body. They have to draw him as white. Like, there's no colour, no shading. And all he can see is his granddad. Imagine, the like, girls just kiss you. All you can see is your granddad. Yeah. Uh, this, bad they've ruined him. They've ruined him. He can't even kiss a girl normally and have, like, normal thoughts. So, um, he's explaining to her that he's, like, fine with the kiss. Like, he's not, like, um, like, angry at her for kissing him. Or he's not, like, doesn't find it awkward. And, like, straight after he says he's going. And... And he tells her to go to the police for protection. So even though he's just bodied, and bodied a guy, he's told the girl to now go, uh, go to the police. But why would you tell her to go to police when he knows he's about to kill this boy? Like, I'm so sorry. He's He knows he's going to kill this boy. Okay, I was wrong. He didn't kill the boy. So they said that the girl said she tied him up. And they see that his shoulder is dislocated, and they're like trying to explain to her who did it. Duh, 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 duh. And she explains that she was assaulted by the man, and that somebody saved her, and it was a biker man. And he's the the brute, but keeps saying that he's gonna like get the biker man back, and he's gonna mess him up. And um, as this is going on, um, what's it called? The the guy screaming, screaming. She screaming, like, let me go to Ushiro. I'm all thinking, who's Ushiro? And one of the police officers hears that, hears Ushiro's name. And I think he he's put two and two together from hearing Ushiro's name because he looks like um, one of the police officers that was working on Oroma's case when his brother and his parents got killed. So as soon as he heard Ushiro's name, he... V- Vanished from the scene As in he went on to go and find his own Like find his own clues And while this is going on We now see that Ruma's now Like taken off the the biker helmet And he's got a face mask now I guess he ain't trying to He ain't trying to spread COVID Or something like that And he's like following He's following the um he's literally following the delinquents now to try and like trace them back to where Ushiro is. And um, one of the guys is um reporting back to Ishiro san this is the leader of the trafficking ring and it's like to him, so you're here meaning that they know that Ushiro um Uruma is somewhere inside the building and they're kind of asking each other like what's Uruma gonna do? And they're all trying to basically like arm themselves so that when Uruma enters the building they can attack him, they can kill him, etc., etc. And there's 20... Deep... I want you to understand with me now. There's 20 people. 20 people that are trying to kill Ruma. 20. And this brother's meant to be, like, 14. I couldn't do... Now, now, you guys need to understand. You need to take this in with me. At 14 years of age, I couldn't even do, like, 40 push-ups. This brother is about to enter a building to fight 20 men. If it's not, and if, no, I swear down, the bravado that these anime main characters have, these manga, is on a different level. Yo, this thing can have you feeling like you're a superhero, just to go and get so banged up, and nobody will even know. They'll say, oh, what happened? If I could fight 10 men on my own. Are you stupid? Like, are you Iron Man? What are you doing? I don't care what kind of training you've been given. When it's not like you have Senzu been to eat every 10 seconds. Who are you? To, yeah, like you're not Goku. Who are you to fight 20 men? But anyway, he goes into the building to fight 20 people. And I'm even happy to end the chapter here because I don't want to see Urma get messed up. But he's entered the building to fight 20 people. And they end it Like they lock off The chapter there And they say um, What's it called We just see Ushiro's face And he's like grinning Ushiro looks like a cat Sorry I just I, I don't even know What to call that I think it was a stutter Or like a rain fart My brain just stopped But um, Ushiro This is the bad guy Right Not Uruma Because I, I know You can might get Their names mixed up He looks like An actual cat Like Like a Cheshire cat Like the way His eyes just look He just looks sinister He looks evil and even the, the design they did for like his henchmen, I like the fact that each each henchman doesn't look the same. Like you can see they took they took the time with the henchmen. Like they each have their own different styles. One of them has a face a face tattoo that kind of resembles um Draken's tattoo from um Tokyo Revengers. So I feel like that's kind of cool. Um, but like, no. Roma just signed his death warrant or his death death certificate whatever which whatever it is Sha, he signed it and sent it off first class and that's where that um that's where that episode ended or episode, i need to stop saying that that's where the um the chapter ended literally they decided to lock it off at that point um so I think that's why I'm gonna um call this um call this episode to a close. This episode of the podcast that's uh, so so formal, but it was really really nice to give you guys you know a little bit of Jijukan Arokanin. Usually I give you guys two chapters today. I had to give you guys half a chapter only because I ended up waffling about the um, manga I'm currently reading. It's just I could when I told you guys I could get lost talking about it, you'd never believe me, but. Genuinely, I could get lost talking about it um, If there are any other mangas, animes you want me to cover Or any films you want me to cover as well Because i say over the last week I have watched a couple anime films I watched um, a Studio Ghibli film I watched Princess Kaguya That one was really, really good, two hours long And the artwork in that one is kind of different To what you'd usually expect It's like kind of line drawing So you can you can see that it's been drawn And I also watched Paprika that paprika's hard to follow. So watch it when you've got time to focus. And it was kind of like a psychological dream based um, anime film about like how your dreams can be used to like treat your trauma. But then somebody's going around using the dreams to like cause terrorist attacks. It's comp- it's a mind, it's a m- like your your brain will be frazzled. I'm telling you, your your brain will be frazzled. But um yeah. I said if you're into like psychological anime Check those check um, Paprika out Kaguya that's for my Studio Ghibli fans In it but um, It was really nice talking to you guys on this episode If you want to share If you want to share this with any friends you think might be interested In it please 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 Do I would appreciate it I love The validation I love the support you guys Are giving me Um, who doesn't like Validation it just gives me energy to keep going I'll be real but um, Yeah if you guys want to hear more from me Make sure you add this to your playlist So you get notified whenever I post another episode Share this with your friends, family Anyone that's into podcasts Anyone that's into anime, manga, webtoons Anything animated Send it to them Or even if they want someone to talk to you If they're an introvert, send this to them You know what I mean? This way, when they're not talking You know that at least listening to somebody That will listen back to them They can ask me questions Talk to me about anything they want to talk to me about You know, I don't bite, I'm not a dog Um, Unless you want me to, woof woof I am playing, I am playing, okay, before people start trying to give me dog cheese. um, but yeah, I've been your host of Riffa and this has been The Corner, see you guys next time, bye.